0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Our Marriage Rocks, where we celebrate the joy of marriage and partnership. And on today's conversation podcast, we're going to be talking about reigniting the spark and keeping the romance alive after years of being married. How you feel about our romance?
1: I'm your kindling wood. <laughs>
0: My name is Shanice Cleckley and we have Le Brian.
1: I'm Le Brian, the LeBrian. I'm LeBrian Minister in the Cleckley.
0: And the Cleckley, yes. So as he used to do, so which y'all may not know is my husband is actually a licensed minister. And when he would get up into the pulpit, he would say stuff like, She is the peanut butter to my jelly, the macaroni to my cheese the what else I mean all those crazy sayings that he would say
1: just things to lighten the load in church to try to bring some levity into a situation that wasn't always geared toward fun
0: yes so in that my macaroni they put engines, us out
1: of church stop. but hey what thing needs to know
0: we probably need to do a podcast about faith and and spirituality within marriage And how that works.
1: That's fair. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 start working on that show. But this time we're gonna talk about the romance and why it is important to maintain romance in a long-term relationship. So let's talk about why romance fades. Why do you think it fades?
1: Because people have an outsized idea of romance. What do you mean? Because we have Several different channels dedicated to the idea of romance. And we've got Harlequin novels.
0: I don't even know if people read
1: Harlequin anymore. We've got, oh, I don't know how many different rom-coms that come out as movies every year and that talk about all the things that people do to, to... show their love to the person they love to mm-hmm. run after or chase the one that they love. And, and of the movie is you catch the girl and you get married and then you ride off into the sunset. And we don't have a lot of movies about what happens after you ride off into the sunset, because for the moment, the sun's going to rise again the next day. And true. It, it takes a lot of energy to chase your love.
0: That's True. And we just get into a rut. Things happen, so here are
1: all three. that to say, get into a rut. Yeah, <laughs>
0: three, three things that really contribute. These are the three major things that contribute to why the sparks fade in a long-term marriage. One is routine and monotony. So over time, couples just kind of fall into a routine. They like do it on one day, and then you got chores to do and kids to raise and. It becomes a cycle when this routine can just make it not exciting anymore. Got to wash the clothes. Got to take the baby to school. Got to do this. Got to do that.
1: Yes, but to play devil's advocate that those things do need to get done and schedules make it easier for those things to get done. More importantly, they make sure that those things actually happen. And
0: Yeah, but it becomes a challenge when you want bobo, butterfly, Sometimes. Sure. Sometimes you can
1: do that, but Sometimes life's not going to let you have a spontaneous moment. That's true. So you have to take things where you get them sometimes.
0: The second common reason is a communication breakdown. Marriages go through this point in life where you just assume that you know each other. You forget to active listen to each other. You don't share your thoughts and your feelings. And there's a lack of honest and open conversation. You get into talking about the kids. So you forget to talk about each other because at the end of the day, you're still that couple that got married. Whether it's with kids or without kids, whether you had kids before, you're still a man and a woman or, or for us, a man and a woman. When you get married, you're still two individual people who have need and who have a way that you need to truly connect with each other. No, well, this
1: one, I agree with that. Whereas the first one, like I said, life is going to get in the way no matter what you do. When it comes to communication, yeah, this is your responsibility. You have to make sure that that line stays open, that that moment to connect stays open.
0: And then neglecting self care. A lot of long term marriages involve the where there's significant time spent on children, work, and household duties. But we forget to care about ourselves, our own interests. And self-care is not just getting a pedicure or getting a manicure, going out, you know, that kind of thing. It's or it what, can be. It, yeah, it can be. But it's also what feeds you, what fills you up. Is it reading a book that you want to do maybe 30 minutes uninterrupted time? Or like you like to go on the back porch sometimes and chill out, get you a cigar watch your movie or something listen to some music
1: sure and and the key to that is recognizing that is the key to that is to recognize that your spouse is an individual yes you're working to become to, toward cleaving but you're still individuals and what you enjoy your spouse may not enjoy and vice versa so you have to give each other room to do that
0: that's true and i do, i know there's a lot of couples out there who they're looking at it as like, we've been married so long, we don't really need it. We don't, who cares? I mean, yeah, we don't do it. I love him. He ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. But it really is important to have physical and emotional intimacy.
1: It is, and, and you don't want to fall into that trap. No. Of, to the point where you say, well, I already know what he likes, and I, I, I know what she likes, and I, I, I don't want, uh, we're good. We don't need to do anything extra. That that but that, you're
0: not living.:
1: You're not and that's the trick of the enemy. The enemy wants, and, and again, I'm, I'm bringing a spiritual side into it, but I, I think that's what the enemy wants. He wants to lull you to sleep in your marriage
0: that's That's a good I like that. You
1: know, and he wants, we' got
0: to use that in in something we talk about. Sure. don't lull and don't lull to sleep in your marriage. Right cause you don't want to
1: be in your marriage to sleep because you want to mm-hmm. miss something and, and mean, I, I guess the pop, that, that popular probably the most obvious thing is you might miss that your spouse is, is 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 moving away from you. But more importantly you might miss something about your spouse that's that's exciting or or that, that can make a difference or can make make you change the page.
0: And you don't get married to be single.
1: You don't. You I don't mean, You
0: really don't. You get married to share your life and do things with the person. That person stimulates you physically, mentally, spiritually. So therefore, you are connected. So, with intimacy and emotional intimacy, some of the important reasons why is it strengthens your bond. It deepens that connection between the partner. It enhances your communication. That's another one. It helps you fulfill emotional needs. We are human people. And human people, ain't that kind
1: of one? You are human people. I'm just human.
0: Well, anyway, we're humans and we crave emotional intimacy. We want to have a safe place to land. You want your partner to be a safe space. And they're seeking that support, the validation from one another. Such as, I hear people all the time, especially with this, I kind of deal with this, with emotional validation. I needed LeBron to validate certain emotions that I was having. Not saying that I wasn't self-confident, And not saying that I couldn't just depend on the Lord because I do, but I needed my person to validate my feelings so that I can feel that I'm not in it by myself. That's fair. Yeah, That's true. And and then that way I felt like a security, a belonging. Like it really was my emotional well-being went up when you helped me with that
1: right it may take a while for you to dark it, it could take a while because I mean in that particular example she had to feel comfortable enough to have that conversation with me on the flip side I had to be comfortable enough to accept that and listen to what she was saying and accept that challenge to provide that for her and mm-hmm. so it's It seems like a lot of work, and a lot of things we're going to talk about because we're going to talk about a lot of things today. And if if you look at them individually, it's really for you to man. This is a lot. I don't know if I can deal with all this, but it is a lot for one person. But marriages involve two people,
0: Mm -hmm. and so and when when you're doing it together, you're you're sharing the one. That's right. And also, women, ladies, I keep saying that. But be a safe space for your, your spouse, for my husband. So we have this societal thing of alpha males and men don't share their feelings and they're not in touch with their, their feminine side or their nurture side. And I don't believe that's true. I just think that we've set it up where men don't feel safe enough to have that conversation and know that you still see them as being strong. 'Cause I see you, Brian, as being strong when I you de- when you tell me your feelings. When you discuss your vul- when you become vulnerable with me, I feel that as a strength. And
1: and to be fair, that's not something that to you know, I guess the dovetail, that's not something that men have always been taught. But I will tell you, ladies, not that I'm not that I'm old, but I got cats calling me up now, so I guess maybe I'm entering my OG stage.
0: Mm-hmm. These
1: young guys, these young cats, they call out me there. auntie. Well, they've been calling you auntie forever,
0: Nevertheless. But
1: these these young cats out here, these these younger these younger guys, they're beginning to get that, and they're getting getting it a lot earlier. Yeah, I'm really excited because I see a lot of movements on social media, and and really out in the world where, like I said, younger guys are becoming more are more willing to be vulnerable or mm-hmm. more willing to communicate how they're feeling or are more involved with their growth and their maturity. And they're coming into relationships and they're from a mental and a spiritual standpoint, many, many levels than I was at 25 or 26 years old.
0: So they're, they're coming more equipped, more equipped. to emotionally be together with another person.
1: And I and I hope that, you know, the the people that they're choosing to be, their spouses, the people that they're interested, if it's a lady, ladies, I'm hoping you're ready for that. Because, it, you know, I saw something the other day where women, they, they, they said that, you know, a woman says she wants A, B, and C until she gets A, B, and C. These guys are coming in and they've got this stuff and you're like, oh, what do I do now?
0: Not ready for what you prayed for? No. And the same and thing goes for a man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Not ready for what you prayed
1: for. Watch what you pray for.
0: <laughs> so a couple other things that, yeah, that are. That was an old man thing so. That was old oh man, but that's okay. This is an old man topic. So uh, another reason why it's important to have physical and emotional intimacy is it tra- reinforces trust, sustaining the passion. It's a stress reliever. Oh man, if when I could why are you laughing?
1: I, I'm just listening to you.
0: What did what were you thinking when I you said I wasn't that?
1: thinking it?
0: But well, you I'm laughed when I said it's a stress. <laughs> for you. You're funny, oh whatever. So both physical and emotional intimacy reduces stress and anxiety. When I am in my height state of anxious, having LeBron hold me and cuddle me is one of the best things that can happen. Because it reduces and it helps me feel safe. And I hope I do the same for you.
1: It is. And, and it's different. And again, no no shade to my single folks at all. I, I, you know, you're you living a blessed life. I wish you the best. For me, that stress reduction is better being married.
0: Really?
1: Let's put it that way. Yeah. It, 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 it's... It's, it's just better. So, you want to
0: do reduce some stress tonight? We'll, we'll see. Okay. So, <laughs> physical intimacy can releases endorphins. hear endorphin.
1: me shaking my head? Is that audible?
0: They can see. Can you hear the they, head? They face you, face? your air. Physical intimacy releases endorphins, which improves your mood and reduces stress while emotional intimacy provides emotional support during difficult times. And that leaves us with long-term satisfaction. So it is great to do that. And what we talked about in episode one with connection time, that connection time truly does help you have quality time together intimately for, and there's a difference now between intimacy and sex. Let's be clear. Intimacy is that connection. Sex is the physical way that you're having that connection. But that that connection time that you're doing, whether it's going out to eat, just spending that time with each other, will help with long-lasting satisfaction. So let's go into a communication tool that we use with our therapist, was helping us, and it has truly opened up our my communication.
1: Open communication.
0: Open our lines of communication is something called FANOS. It is F-A-N-O-S. And the acronyms stand for Feeling, affirmations, Needs, Ownerships, and Struggles. This is taken from the sobriety and the recovery world, but it is definitely used when you're talking about marriage and relationships. So you want to tell them about Thanos?
1: Sure. Like I said, it stands for feelings, affirmations, needs, ownerships, and struggle. So usually what you'll do is you try to carve out just a few minutes um, just to get a place where everybody feels comfortable, and you'll start out with with feelings. The first one, F is for feelings. You share with your partner a feeling that you're having. Now, if you'd like, you would have a list of feelings, or you could just, you know, And probably to start out, it'd be a good idea to have a list of feelings.
0: Yeah, because if you can't do it from the top of your head, it is easier to be able to see them written down. Right,
1: so you might say, well, at this moment, and do it at this moment. If you want to go back to how you were feeling earlier in the the day or or late last night or whatever the time is, that's fine. But I always try to stay in the moment and say, at this moment, I'm feeling tired. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I'm feeling, I'm feeling uneasy. Maybe something's going on at work or maybe something's going on in your house. Go ahead and acknowledge, go ahead and acknowledge that and get it out there.
0: Mm -hmm. The next is affirmations where you are to affirm your partner in something that they've done. So I affirm and I am excited about the fact that you actually took the trash out without me saying something.
1: (laughs) That's me audibly rolling my eyes. There's a theme here. Do you feel the theme?
0: In <laughs> is for needs. You state what you need today. Now, this is not something necessarily that one of your partner must fulfill that need, but it may be a need. I need a job. I need this. But you're expressing that need immediately.
1: Right, and and piggyback on that, understand the other other person expresses the needs. Just like Shanice says, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're looking for you to fulfill that need. As much as I, as much as I like to say that I that I can do everything that Shanice needs for, for me, I can't. Mm-hmm. There's just some things that I'm not capable of doing, and some things I don't I don't necessarily want to do. Mm-hmm. But that that you can still acknowledge and what's the word I want? What's the word I want? Support. Support. Your needs, verify, that it's validate. Okay, validate. Thank you. Validate mm-hmm. that those those needs exist. Next we're on F A N. Now we're on O. Oh, ownership. Now this is this is for an Aquarius and for the oldest child of the oldest child of the oldest child. This is something that's near about how ownership means taking responsibility. It means sometimes apologizing for something that you have done. Now there may be times they may have done or said. There may be times where you're sitting there and you Well, like, oh, you know what, I hadn't done anything wrong. Well yeah. that that's okay. okay. But take ownership for what you have. And maybe that you did something right. Take responsibility for that. But if you take a moment, you're gonna you are going to you will find something that you could have done better. Uh-huh. You could have responded to your child better. You could have picked up a clue. Or acute as your spouse was giving a little quicker.
0: The last one is S for struggles. Now, here you have an opportunity to tell your spouse or your partner what you're struggling with at the moment. And you have to be specific. You don't have to be, you know, graphic with it, but be very specific. I'm struggling with the need to do XYZ or it could be something general, just something that you are struggling with that they may or may not be able to help you with because understand your spouse is there as a compliment to you. They cannot be everything to you all the time. That is too much responsibility to put on a person to make you happy, to make sure that you're happy when you're sad, to build you up. They can't do everything in one time. Some things that you have to have other avenues, but this fanos, keeps them in the loop of what you're going through personally. And again, it's F-A-N-O-S. Make sure you look in the show notes because it will be in the show notes of what Fano stands for. And again,
1: it's, it's like Shanice like said, not for them to solve all your problems, but to know what your problems are. So that, again, the two of you are thinking about this, not obsessing, but it's just crossing your mind during the day. You may see something that might help out. You may see something that you can suggest to your spouse. And I'll also say this. This is just a tool. I had a good friend that taught me, from, again, from a spiritual standpoint, I had a good friend that taught me about talking to God. We look at prayer, and you hear the word prayer, and it's so many. It's such a heavy word. Mm-hmm. And it, it means a lot of things, and there's all these different people Telling you how to pray and what have you. But prayer is a conversation with God. And what she encouraged me to do is for every decision, ask God about it and, and, and take a moment and, and wait for a reply. And his and however he replies to you is how he re- uh, replies to you. But if you do that about every decision, you'll find yourself feeling closer to God. So when I wake up in the morning, I remind myself, okay, God. What am I going to wear today? And I said, God, what do you want? And then I, I might say, what about wearing this this red tie? And i wait. And God, give me a little nudge and let me know I'm going to wear that red tie. Or if I'm driving somewhere. Okay, God, what if I make this left turn? And i wait. And it's just a second. And the more you do that, the more comfortable you get with it, the more attuned you get to listening for the Holy Spirit. That's what Phantom says. You have this, this guideline, this template at the beginning to get you comfortable with speaking with your spouse, with talking to your spouse every day, every other day about where they are. Mm-hmm. And after a while, it becomes second nature. You're thinking about, I wonder where she is now. Let me check with her and find out what her needs are. Oh, you know what? I said such and such this morning and I didn't think realize it at the, begin, at the time, but maybe I heard her feelings. Let me take ownership about that. So. Don't look at it as, oh, my God, there's something else I got to do for this marriage. Look at it as, oh, my God, here's a tool to help me make my marriage easier. Make and it better. better,
0: right? So FANOS is feelings, affirmations, need, ownerships, and struggles. And you can do it every day. You can choose to do it once a week. But it does need to be done on a regular basis. I would not suggest going over a week. And the way that it is done is you could do one of two ways. You can Thanos and one person does the whole acronym and then the other person does the other acronym and you don't say anything. You don't answer. You just let them speak. And then at the end, you have a discussion. That is how it's supposed to be done. Okay, now for the get part. So that's communication. That's emotional intimacy. Let's get into that physical part how can we spice it in the bedroom okay so as you can tell this
1: Did your is your wife ever make you feel a little confused when she drops you a cue like that you know is it just you're me? not
0: confused okay so yeah I desire my husband and I think that he's sexy and oh well that's yeah. it so this is this is my realm I love this <laughs> this is my topic I don't care The Bible said husbands render unto your wife do benevolence. And do benevolence means do it. So here we go. Look it up. I I declare it's on there. But I pulled three of these exciting ways that you can spice up the bedroom. Number one is role playing. Yes, when you introduce fantasy and novelty, you become a different role. Put in a wig, become the teacher, whatever it is. You get creative scenarios. You know, finding me in the woods. So, Rapunzel, let down your hair. and I want you to come up to the tower and just ravish me. Why? Laughing.
1: Listen, some of this may sound a little corny, but it's all right. It's you and your spouse. And you don't tell anybody. You, you know. ain't
0: going to tell nobody else. And this is if you... But if you, you want to like
1: call it. me later, I'll understand.
0: Stop. Anyway, the next one is, it's a game called Surprise Sensual Play. Now, this is when you surprise your partner with unexpected acts of pleasure and sensual play. It can include having a blindfold, feathers, ice cube. You're exploring each other's bodies in new and surprising ways that can show thrilling and sensuality. It's an experience.
1: Some of the some of you may know this by its Old Testament name, freaky deaky stuff.
0: Old Testament name.
1: Thank you. I'll be here all week.
0: Okay. And last but not least is the tip, your server. Oh, you are trying to say we had to close? Mm -hmm. Mm Okay. Okay. So then you got creating a romantic atmosphere. This Mm -hmm. is setting the mood with music or maybe candles, putting light touches making it an escape, visually and emotionally stimulating, putting smells in the room, those kind of things that set the mood for you to get into the mood.
1: And listen, this is the easiest one because it doesn't take a lot of thought. Buy one candle, buy two candles, keep them here. Maybe make a mixtape. I know that's hella old school.
0: No, what because it's a playlist now.
1: Okay, yeah. Get yourself a playlist. Also, what do are, what are, what are the kids do now? And I guess that's it. They've got a playlist. Yes. And, you know, just you don't have to say anything. Just, you know, when you've got some time and, and there's a little pocket there where nothing else is going on. Hit that Spotify. Get your playlist going.
0: There will be a link to the Our Marriage Rocks romantic playlist in the show notes. So make sure that you click it. So that you can see some of our favorite. You will
1: also find our Cash App, Venmo, and Zelle info. Because if you play our Marriage Rocks playlist, mm-hmm. I got. I need my royalties. I want my chat.
0: Anyway, You didn't make up the song. I want my you bag. just made I'm the playlist. My bag.
1: Don't start with me.
0: So well, let create... me find out,
1: y'all. I did roll through my my, my playlist, and I give you my credit.
0: Anywho, I'll come find. We are creating the romantic atmosphere. Okay. So that is how you can spice things up in the bedroom. So do you have any closing words before I summarize?
1: Don't let me find out. You use our marriage rocks without proper channels being addressed.
0: And who? So. give my
1: wife's name out your mouth.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. What we talked about today, guys, in this episode, is we really talked about keeping the romance alive from an emotional and a spiritual aspect and also a physical aspect. We went over some of the common reasons why marriages just get into like a monotony, why they just fizzle down. And then we rediscovered ourselves emotionally by strengthening our bonds by having long-term satisfaction, and reinforcing our trust. And we learned about the Thanos method that helps with communication, open and honest communication to build a bond. And then we got Old Testament freaky deaky with three ways in order to spice up the relationship with role playing, sensual play, and creating a romantic atmosphere. Can I get that tonight? Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna ask again. I think that means I might get it tonight. Okay, so we're on done. Thank you so much for tuning in to Our Marriage Rocks. Please subscribe, share, and leave reviews for this podcast. We are having a ball. You can go to our YouTube channel. Everything is under Our Marriage Rocks or Our Marriage Rocks TV. Send us an email if there's a topic that you want to discuss or you would like to be a guest on the show. And we want to see what you got going on. Tell us about your romance right at www.ourmarriagerock.com. So until next time, make sure that you love on each other and have some joy in marriage. And we'll see you next time. He's the chicken grease.